Okay, so this is Scott Stevenson, better known as the Silver Dollar Man, and I'm here today with my co-host, Mary, Mary Z, I say, because I never can pronounce Mary's last name. What is that last name? Zumbarakis. Zumbarakis. I'm going to get it. Okay, so I'm here with my co-host, Mary Zumbarakis, and we have a stunning guest here today. Mary, tell us who that is. Absolutely stunning and intriguing. You will enjoy this. This is Kristen Smith. Yep. Oh, and it's wonderful, wonderful. I can't wait for you to hear all the wonderful things we're going to talk about. So tell us about the house that she built. We started planning it, which is kind of crazy. Our very second council meeting that we ever had as a woman's council. So So what's the woman's council? So it's professional women in building. Uh When I was on the executive council of the, the executive board at the Salt Lake Home Builders Association, you really get to know everybody pretty intimately and see how their companies are run and see who are the key players behind the scenes. And so a lot of the people that you're seeing aren't who's running the things, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So, I mean, the of the, you, you, you know. do see the faces. They have a little bit more time. Um, the builders, you are seeing usually the owners, but what you don't see are their wives and daughters and sisters and family members that are running design, that are the CFOs of the companies, that are doing the back leg work. I mean, even a lot of the laborers, a lot of their daughters are, you know, employees of some sort and doing the actual labor. A lot of women superintendents, project managers and Mm -hmm. everything like that. So... In that position, I got to see all of those people, and they're kind of hidden. Professional Women in Building is that there's also a national chapter under the Home Builders Association. And so there are local chapters, not in every state, but in a lot of states. So they asked if I would start one for the state of Utah. We had a couple people that were members under the national chapter. Um... And then had brought it to our attention. And yeah, we started, we had 25 people at our very first wow. uh, council meeting. So there was that want there. Yeah. Someone, they just needed that leader to step in. Yeah. And you all know nonprofits. You're lucky yeah. to get five to six people consistently. Definitely. And and we haven't dropped below that number in the last three and a half years that we've been, we've been doing this. Fabulous. So, yeah. So it was actually kind of a tease from the EO of Salt Lake where he was like, well, you can get this many people to a council meeting. You guys will be building houses and <laughs> stuff before you know it. And and I sat there and I w- I'm just like, hey, hold your horses. Like, I, like, this is our first thing. And, you know, I actually had mentioned it to a couple of people. And in me repeating that to myself over and over again, um, I was like, well... Why can't we? I have half the women I need in this council already. Like, why don't we do this? And so we pitched it at our second meeting and started throwing it around and decided, well, how cool would it be to do this and put it in a parade? Get that exposure. Mm-hmm. Get your name out there. Right. And and really the backing to that is we all know that there's a huge deficit in labor in the trades. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done ourselves a huge disservice in our country in not keeping that in schools. Not that four-year college is a bad thing. 
Okay. But college isn't for everybody. Sure. Yeah. So it's, and, and even when I was in high school, that was very, very pressed, but I luckily grew up very rural and worked with my hands and had a builder as a dad. So, um, I, yes, I I was able to know that. I, I mean, I took auto, I took woodworking, but that was when they were being phased out. You know, yeah. and I'm almost 40. So think about that huge gap of kids yeah, that have lost those that have lost that unless yeah. they have a family member in the trades. Right. So this home was basically our platform to not only bring recognition back to the trades, but there's a whole demographic of women that are capable that don't know that this is something they can do. They only know it's something they can do if they've grown up in it, really. Yeah. And and Same. had that example and gone to work with dad, uncle, brother, grandpa, whatever the case may be, and picked up a hammer or helped set a wall or any any and everything in between. It I it's really is as, as I was on the job every day and helping put together this project. Um, you know, I don't do this every day for a living. I do loans. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm in the process, but I don't get to have my hands on. It is really a piece. It's a piece of art people are creating. Nobody does it the same exact way. The end product might look the same or might be the same, but everybody has a method to their madness. It's really, really beautiful to see the way these women have embraced these different jobs and brought it, brought it their own flair. I mean, down to the people doing the electrical, the rough, the electrical rough and the plumbing rough, Mm -hmm. you know, digging trenches in the dirt and laying pipe and, and wire and everything like that. HVAC and painting and roofing and, and all of it. I don't think I've ever been so cold in my life as framing in a basement though. (laughs) I had to unthaw. But so is it done? It is done. It and is when done. did you finish it? We finished it mid-May of this year, so 2021. Um, it was in the 2021 Parade of Homes in Utah Valley. Uh, Oakwood, who owns the Wander subdivision out there, mm-hmm. gave us a lot at cost. And then they subordinated it to us, which means we didn't have to pay them back until we sold it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, that's really why it took us so long to build this home or the concept of this home, which actually was a blessing in disguise, especially because of COVID, um, was, was the lot, you know, land's hard to come by. We really wanted to do it in Salt Lake. Um, and we tried really, really hard, but nobody had a piece to spare. Completely understand. And everybody was slammed. We even went to the national companies for our donations. 60% of our proceeds will be going to grants and scholarships to put women through trade trade school. Um, and we're even going to write the grant piece so women re-entering the workforce. So there's not an age limit mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. But say you have women re-entering the workforce. One of our the biggest issues about women working in general, especially middle class, is childcare. Right. right? Yeah. Usually, yeah. Yeah. So it's... The grant can go to child care, transportation, different things to make sure that they can even 
get there and do the work. Um, and actually, our scholarship team is going to be writing that grants out this next Wednesday to get approved by the state. So hopefully we can get that rolling. And then we have another portion of the proceeds going to Lifestar Village here in Midvale Murray area. And we're looking, we were so very blessed to get as much money as we did. We feel like we can bless other, um, a couple other charities. We're looking at UCASA. They are the coalition for um, sexual abuse in the state, mm-hmm. the sexual abuse coalition, and and looking at a couple others. Taking the momentum from this and gone to schools from Tremonton to um, Salem wow. with with this and and talk to people. We got invited by the dean of U of U to come and have a lunch lunch with them to help in their women's program. They actually have a designated employee set up to run and facilitate women's matters through the science, technology, and construction management programs. Yeah. yeah so, so let me understand this correctly. Yeah. The whole concept behind the house that she built was to bring attention to the fact that women generally are not in these professions and generally do not take these kinds of courses in college or are not offered it in high school and whatnot, was to provide a platform whereby you could send a message to the community, the outlying community, that women can do these jobs, women can succeed at these jobs, and that the exposure that they um, they can get from this project is in point that fact that right. they can build a house all by themselves yeah. without any male, so to speak, right. uh, traditional roles uh, or or professions. Is, is that the the, the and that, that was kind of the goal. Yeah. That that is the goal. That was the goal. Yeah, really, we are a completely inclusionary group, right? We hope that this brings just an outside look on the trades in general and, and, and really bolsters or inspires more people in general to get into it, to look at it. Right. But yes, for the, for the women, there's a little bit more work to be done just because it doesn't fit the ideal of what you would think a a girl would go into. Yeah. Right. Um, We've sat at the job fair fairs at a couple of the high schools and different things. And, and usually a girl coming to us knows they want to do it and knows they want to be there. Yeah, right. Already and they have that yeah. They already, but it's just even sparking it. And the girls that are going over to nursing or going over to dental hygiene or, <laughs> or going over to these other booths, it's just to even spark an interest. Right. Yeah, sure. Because they probably haven't even like a lot of us seen another woman in that role to even have the inspiration of doing that. Well, and you mentioned nursing, for instance, 30, 40 years ago, there were no men in nursing. Right. So now all of a sudden, you know, and then men started to go into that profession. It was almost like that was not, (laughs) it was like taboo. We don't want men going. Now there's plenty of men that are in nursing. Right. Or or in a hygienist. And um, and the same can be said for the construction industry, so to speak. Uh, Totally. For women, that is. Yes. 
No, exactly. Um, we've gotten such good feedback and such great support in in general over over the entire project and and really all our mayoral counterparts and in every every way, shape, and form. You know, you really being on a job site and working with these other men, like you really do see the ways that having both sets of heads really complete something. Yeah. Right. Um, We're all, yeah. I mean, we're all individually, individually good at our own things, but then there's even stuff just gender role wise and, and, and that way that we're good at naturally that we can add together to make the puzzle fit a little bit better too. Right. Definitely. So, it's like it's like a marriage. Yeah. You know, both partners bring we <laughs> think. <laughs> both partners are supposed to bring something good into this relationship. Right. So it seems a little bit like that. Because yeah. you're right, because some of because there are certain aspects of a home that um a woman can see and value that right. has of greater value to her than a male would have. Yeah. And when you have those both sets of eyes, that can make the product better. Right, right. And just in um, general, like it's the communication is super important, right? And the different communication. One of the biggest things I um, saw in our project was, hey, we had a lot of chiefs, okay? Most of these women in this project own their own companies, run their own companies, are insane designers in their own right. We had five different designers on this project. Wow. And you would think that would be an issue, but but it was so amazing to see the respect that everybody had for one another. And and as I said earlier, like nobody does everything in the same way, right? So that had to have this opening of okay i'm gonna hear you i'm gonna respect what you say okay let let's come together and see the best way to do this you know we had um sandy larson she's been a general contractor for i think almost 40 years and so there was even a lot of things she brought and she put her own parade in the house right down the street from ours and was our co-general checking in on things, right? But she even brought some perspective to the to the younger generals that were more my age um just in the way of doing business, right? You know, oh, I see you do this. Have you ever thought about it this way? Or just different That's things or yeah. or hey, you might be able to save on your projects by doing this instead of this. Um, I've noticed that that's been a way and it, this really, this way really isn't any better than this per se, right? Everybody gets to vet their own thing. So, uh, so I'm interested. You're in the mortgage business, mortgage lender for how long? Uh, 18 years. 18 years. So what got you two things? One, what got you interested in the mortgage business? Mm -hmm. And two, what got you interested in this 
the house that she built kind of thing. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of mortgage lenders out yeah. there that are female. Yeah. In fact, there may be more more females than males as far as mortgage lenders. But how did that translate across? Tell us how you got in the mortgage industry and then how that translated across to this so, project. Right as I graduated from high school, um, I was working two jobs. I was working at a private preschool in Draper called Newcastle Preschool. Um, and also serving at the wingers and Draper. <laughs> and Everybody's been like, at one of the wingers. Right. Like, one of those right. places. Some sort of yeah. service coming out of high school. I, yeah. I feel like food service, though, really gives people a decent respect for other people. I, agree. I mm-hmm. really do. I agree. And, and for service. Yes. And a patience to it. The, I, th- I almost think. Almost everybody should be in food, food, food service at one point, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but I needed something that was a little bit more nine to five to, to figure out what I wanted to do in life. I actually did want to be an architect, but needed to put myself through school and everything like that. Christy Graves, who is actually still a loan officer in the industry here, was one of our neighbors and um, said, hey, they have a a processing receptionist position at our office. Um, do you want to come and interview? And that is all she wrote, folks. And there you go. <laughs> I, I've been, I <clears throat> processed for 10 years and then pro, uh, transferred from being a processing manager into being a an originator about eight years ago. And um, I got involved in the HBA eight years ago. Uh, honestly, for the relationship. Now, the HBA, just for people Sorry, who are listening. Home Builders Association. Okay, yeah. Yep. There's almost one in every county, and then there's a, a you just fall under the state one once you're a part of one of the locals, yeah. is what we call them. Eight years ago, I got in, honestly, for the relationships. I already had a lot of relationships with Realtors being a processor title. Being a processor, we kind of talk with everybody a little bit more even more, yeah, yeah the, than a lot so I had a lot of relationships but I didn't necessarily have a lot in the home building um, industry and the bank we worked at did a lot of construction business and actually me and Ashley Atkinson over here she our was neighbor your neighbor <laughs> she was uh, one of the business development officers and so our has our 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 jobs didn't cross but our goal was the same and so we actually were each other's best wing women in marketing because if i couldn't help them she could and so we um so we full circle yeah we teamed up and joined the home builders association and i got right involved and was the head of their their activities chair for two years. So did the golf tournaments and all that fun stuff. And then I sat on their executive board for four years and then they asked me to chair the the women's council. And so I did that for two years. Um, and then Ashley's roped me back in to be the head <laughs> of uh, their activities this next year while she's president. So and and did you tell me is your husband's involved with you in the in the business? Yes. yes, we met eight years ago in the industry. He was a loan officer in the area, actually, for the same company that I worked for. He helped me a lot get into the field. Later on, we ended up dating. 
forming a connection. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we got to be really good friends first, and then we're like, oh, yeah, hey, I kind of like you. You know, it was it was funny how... Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it was funny how kind of random and organic it <laughs> yeah. actually really was. Yeah. We've worked together parallel ever since, and we'll be opening up our own company, The Lending Co., with some good friends of ours, The Catmalls, at the end of this year. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. That will be fun. Do you, so do you uh, specialize in new construction loans or do you just do it all? We we actually kind of do it all. So we're mortgage brokers, which means we have, we're basically your loan shopper for you, right? You don't have to go out and shop between Wells Fargo and Zions and this, that, and the yeah. other. We have a plethora of lenders we can go through to... Um, fit your needs mm-hmm. basically our specialty just in general as people we really like the teaching aspect of it we we really like educating people about what getting a loan means for them what it looks like making it a good experience the for them process and right teaching and having them go through the process in a smooth yeah aspect. well we want them to feel empowered and we also want them to feel empowered in knowing that if they 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 are really the ones making the decisions. We're going to put it out there for them and say, here, here are your options. And this is why each one of them is good in their own way. But at the end of the day, this is this is you, right? This is you. This is your loan. And this is this is something you get to f- take ownership of and feel good about at the end of the day and be happy at the closing table with you guys sure. when, when we're signing docs. We already know what's going on. We're just getting keys and we're moving furniture in and here in an hour and you know so and and even a step beyond that it's financial literacy is such an important thing there's so many steps before owning a home right like knowing what goes into credit knowing what that looks like knowing how to budget and pay your bills right I mean, I haven't even learned that yet. Right? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's cool. It's quite it's, a trait. It, it, it is. I know. And I think that's, you said it, you know, perfectly. It's empowering them to, to yeah. teach them to learn that and to know to continue. Well, and really, it's not scary. Yeah. I know that we grew up and everybody has a different perspective, has a different experience with finances. Okay. Some of us got married really early and somebody else took over for him. And so at 40, you're going off on your own and you don't know Not how sure to balance to your do. checkbook. Yeah. That's scary. It can be scary, but it shouldn't be. There are so many resources and it's really at the bottom and the premise of it is just in teaching and empowering yourself. And there's so many tools to do that. Owning a home is one of those pinnacles to me that is like, okay, this one, this one step means you're ready for all this other stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. That that's usually when you see people get involved in investing. All of the sudden, oh, I need life insurance. I need to protect my kids, and I need to protect myself, and I need to protect my asset, my my legacy. My home is my legacy, right? right. I have to right. protect this legacy that I just developed and bought. Right. And be able to make sure that that's protected because if anything happens, I need this stability for my family, for my own peace of mind. Sure. Right? It's almost so, like the step of becoming a ch- 
<clears throat> I don't want to say, yeah, an adult. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, oh, yeah, oh, here I, I am. Adult. I actually own a home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bringing out all the good responsibilities that we need to learn and move yes. forward. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so that the home, I feel like, is that key to unlocking that kind of, oh, if I can do this, I can do anything. That mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, Lo- loans are loans. They're fun. I know how to do them really well. I've d- I've done sure in, out, and <laughs> everything in between. To me, the home is still the most important thing to have in that journey of your life as a, as a family, as a person. I was talking to one of my single mother clients yesterday, and I have a huge passion um, for single parents because I've been one. Um, and, and that empowering aspect to me is, is a big, is a big deal. Sure. Um, but just having the discussion with her of that milestone for her of being able to provide by herself a home for her children, where it's that home means everything. They don't the need anything beyond that home. If they have that home, they're safe. They're good. Yeah. They're stable. They're they're okay. Yeah. Right? And that's what it is for a lot of people. It, it's that benchmark of, I'm safe. I can yeah. do this. this I'm okay. This is the world. I'm, I, I'm good in this bubble. I belong. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's not going to be knocking at my door and kicking me out. Yeah. Um, as long as I make my payments, right. of course. <laughs> yeah. But 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 it's mine, and right. I can do what what I want. Oh, I can put the security. pictures. Yeah. It it provide and for children, that's Definitely. a huge security. Yeah. Um, because they, you know, if you if a child knows, hey, this is my home. We could be here for twenty years, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That just provides. I mean, such how a, many of us at an older age have an issue when our own parents move out of the house they're yeah. in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I exactly. mean, you're like, wait, what? Where are you? Yeah. I've moved around a lot in my life, so that's not necessarily an experience I've had, but I've had a lot of a lot of people have that. And I but I completely understand that. Yeah. It's it's I still have um a we my grandparents' home up in Montana where we have um 15 acres and we plan on building on it soonish, hopefully. But that's home for me, you yeah, know. That's your security. That, that's my security. Yeah. If for all that can't see, I have a tattoo of a um a, a large tree on my arm that grows wildly up where I'm from. It looks like the UN is up there, is what yeah. it looks like. And so that's my my grandparents are buried up there. My you know cousins that are the closest to me are buried up there. That's home. Everybody needs something they can call home. Yes. It doesn't yeah. need to look a certain way, but yeah. but for, for most of us, that is our... Yes. It starts with a home, right? Yeah. That's yeah. my grandparents. Well, one of the... It starts with a home. Yeah, That's one of the, the, the motto of uh, our company is securing a house for your home. Yeah. And um, all of us in the yeah. industry are actually doing that for someone. A home, of course, most of the time is where everybody's loved one's at. Putting Being able to put your home into a house is uh, just the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, so I'm imagining that you, when you're doing that on a consistent basis, that's very satisfying. It's exactly in your verbiage of what you just said is so much more than the house. Yes. The, oh, house, the house is the sticks and the bricks and the right. and the shingles, right? A home is the memories and the yeah. people and the yeah. feelings and yeah. the and the. Well, and warmth. it's. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I go back east. I'm from Maryland, and, and oh, yeah. um, my parents lived in a few different homes, and I'll pass by those homes, and I have great memories. Yeah. But it's, uh, I, I pass by, I should say, those houses, yeah. and they're no longer my family home, but mm-hmm. they, they are houses to memories yeah. of, of when I was a child and, and those great memories. Yeah. So, Isn't it interesting when you revisit those houses? Yeah. How they almost don't resemble anything you remember <laughs> yeah. them to resemble. Yeah. <laughs> they have a whole different, that's a lot smaller. That's a lot smaller than I thought. Yes. So okay. if there's one piece of advice that you would like to give to our listeners, what would it be? Go for it. Go for that thing. If yeah. it means enough to you, there's no reason not to. And there's nobody stopping yourself but you. I know that is a cl- cliche remark, but... A lot of people told us when we were building this home that even when we were in the middle middle of building this home, that it wasn't going to happen. And I'm like, that was never a question in my head at all. Never a question. And so I think I even surprised myself at the coming to the end of that, knowing, wow, we, 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 we did the thing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? One of the things I got the most passionate about was I don't want to ever hear another moment when somebody didn't go for something they were passionate about because they didn't have support. Support is out there. No matter what form it comes in, you can find it. I And, and in our industry for women, we're here for you. We're, we're here. You just need to reach out. Well, and if somebody wants to reach out, yeah. yes, very good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if somebody wants to reach out to you, how can they get hold of you? You can contact your local Home Builders Association and just ask to join the Women's Council. All of them know about us. Or we are in, on Instagram at Utah PWB, um, Professional Women in Building. And we do have a website that is the same. Um, but if all you can remember is the house that she built. Uh, you can find all, all our information there as well. And and we're all, one of us is always monitoring it. So you're getting one of us real time every time. There's actually also a children's book hey. that you can buy on Amazon and um, through Target. Mm-hmm. It's called The House That She Built. And it is um, it was written for for our home. So, and if somebody wants to get a hold of you personally for mortgage lending, you or your husband, what would they, how would they be able to get a hold of you? It's going to be under the lending co. We are Scott and Kristen Smith, and um, you can get a hold of me at um, 801-674-5384. That is my cell and pretty much any way to get me. You can find me at tlcco underscore financial on Instagram. Excellent. Wonderful. We've been so enriched by uh, talking with you today. (laughs) Thank you you so much for coming. No, thank thank you for letting me be here. It's another step for us. I'm so very grateful. And I'm so very grateful that we've had each and every one of you supporting us to to turn this into something fruitful um this is going to go way past 
the point that we we thought it would and um it's it's national right we're lucky that we have such a supportive environment and state for entrepreneurs and pushing ideas forward mm-hmm. um and um, go utah right? That's right we are yeah honestly um we went to some of the to the some of the national meetings and i was kind of surprised to see you know we generally think that utah being so conservative that means we're not as fond of progressive right yeah Mm -hmm. we're not as progressive right Mm -hmm. um i've actually found that not to be true generally speaking you know and so there's i mean there's a lot of work to be done and you you don't understand that until you get in the trenches i certainly didn't understand it until i got into this project but i really do feel like it's one of those things that when you work together as a collective really amazing things can happen. And so we've gotten a lot of amazing contacts through the women of architecture, different women's unions groups, and we're working on putting us all together to, you know, have a mastermind and go, okay, how, how do we push this forward? We're working towards the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you guys have that ball rolling and Mm -hmm. You know, the support is out there and the want is out there because, yeah, you is. know, you guys have started something that is already blossoming into amazing things. And it sounds like it will continue for sure. Yes. I wish you best of luck. Thank That's you awesome. so much. Hey, thank you, Kristen. Thank you for having me.